Hey everybody, I am excited about this episode today because I am talking about a topic that we don't talk about enough. I've been making a list. I started with like five strategies for managing stress and avoiding burnout. By the time I was done, I had 16 things on my list. Actually, I had about 20 and I had to trim it down because I knew how long this episode was going to be if I didn't do that. There's so many little ways that you can manage stress and avoid burnout. And it's again, not talked about enough, not dealt with with enough. I think too many CEOs and owners just kind of push through. It leads to a lot of really bad situations. A lot of these strategies that I'm going to be talking about today are designed to not only improve your mood, but boost your motivation. I'm not saying you've got to do all of these. You know, you may choose one or a combination of these. It's just really simple, practical things that you can do in and out of the business to help you win on a personal level. And I think that's really important. Winning is almost always at the top of the list for people, but for some, they just don't manage the stress that is digging at them and that stops them from winning. If winning is at the top of your list, you need to be thinking about the things or the possible obstructions to winning and eliminating them as often as possible. So let me just dive right in and start talking about these. I think number one is you've got to have a great team in place. As you're growing, you need to be putting a great team in place. And these are people that you need to vet well, you need to have a really good system and process for hiring, you need to train them, and then you just need to give them stuff and let them have it. And if you have a great team in place, eventually you will run a real business that runs without you. So you'll be able to take a two, three month vacation. I know that sounds crazy, but if you have a team in place, you can do that. You can do batch work before you go so that there's things, whether it's podcasts or whatever, you can have all that stuff ready and it's trickling out while you're on vacation because your team's editing and putting it out there and doing all that. If there's other things that require you, you can do a lot of that kind of stuff and prep it and then give it to your team and they can deal with it. But the team is critical long-term to your success. Now, if you're listening to this and it's just you, be thinking about who that second person is going to be in your team. And that person needs to be a little bit different from you in a lot of ways, but a similar mindset to you as far as what you're trying to accomplish and that sort of thing. But your number two, which is technically your first employee besides yourself, that person has to be a rock that you can count on. They are going to be the person that when all the chips are down, they're still going to be there. If you don't have that person over the next 12 to 24 months, that's the first person you need to be looking at before necessarily looking at a an admin assistant or whatever. Just depends on your business. You know, some people are a little different, but that might be the person you need to be looking at is, is who your number two is going to be. There is also a podcast that I did. The number for the podcast is 262. It's called Your Next Strategic Hire. And that talks about a lot of really unconventional types of people you may hire, like people to mow your lawn, you know, a personal assistant, different things like that. That might be who you need, just depends. But for a lot of people, you need a number two in the business who's going to help grow the business with you. That was the first one. Number two, you need to be aware of your stress level at all times. One of the reasons you need to be aware of your stress level at all times is I like to say you need to be able to call an audible. So like in football, when the quarterback goes to the line, he has a play in mind, but then he reads the field and says, they are going to blow this play up. Let me change it. I need to let the team know. So he'll usually back up and he'll start calling off a bunch of things. And that's his audible where he's changing the play. He's changing it at the line so that they don't try to run the ball and the play 
play blows up and they lose yards or whatever it is, right? You need to be able to call an audible at any point in the business where you're going and you're managing your stress level and you're like, I'm really overwhelmed right now. I'm like really, really overwhelmed right now. I called one of these audibles a couple of months ago. In our business, we were cranking out a lot of videos, doing a lot of different things. And in the personal side, we were putting our house on the market, got another house in Tennessee at that time and going back and forth. And, you know, we've got our four dogs and the house going on the market and all that kind of stuff. At some point I was like, look, I'm going to take the dogs. I'm going to go to Tennessee to get the big, crazy dogs out of the house. Told my wife, you stay back here. You just work on getting the house on the market. It was a mutual thing. It wasn't like just me saying we're going to do it this way. That was what we decided. And by the way, we're going to shut down all the videos right now. We're just going to stop and we're going to take a break. Maybe we're going to take a month, six weeks, whatever it is. And it's turning out to be longer than that. We're actually still on break. Now is the time of me recording this video because like my daughter's graduation's coming up. Our house is on the market, all kinds of things going on. And I needed to call an audible to say, hey, we're going to stop doing something in the business. And that something is those daily videos. I'm burnt out on it. We've got all these things on our plate. I could just feel it. And that was part of the thing for me was not just the personal stress, but I looked at it and said, I went to do the videos that day. And I didn't want to shoot. I was like, I don't want any part of this. And if you know me, you know how much I like shooting the videos. And so I was able to be self-aware enough to say, if I don't want to do it and I've got this much on my plate, I need to stop and I need to wait until I'm ready to do it again. And so four weeks turned into six weeks, six weeks turned into eight weeks. It's basically turning into about a three month window there where we're not creating those because of all the stuff on our plate. And it's like, nothing's going to go anywhere. YouTube channel's still growing, LinkedIn's still growing, but we needed the break. And so that's just the way it had to be. You need to be self-aware and be able to call those audibles as you need them. Did you know we have our own government contracting community? It's called Federal Access. And inside Federal Access, you have all the tools, tips, strategies, documents, templates, everything you're ever going to need to be a government contractor. But you also get brought into our ecosystem. You get into our private LinkedIn group and you get into our live events and all that kind of thing when you become a member of Federal Access. To learn more, go to federal-access.com forward slash game changers. Now let's get back into this episode. So Another thing is you need to unplug daily. At least at some point, put the phone down, laptop, shut it off. Maybe it's a certain time. You're like, hey, after six o'clock, I'm not looking at my phone, not looking at email. I'm not going to have a device in my hand just scrolling. You need to unplug at some point. Now, I unplug by playing video games or different things, you know, or listening to podcasts. I'll unplug that way. You unplug however you want, but at some point you've got to disconnect from the daily grind every single day. Even if it's for an hour, even if you just say, look, from 12 to 1, I'm going to go to lunch and that is sacred time. I'm not going to let anything interfere with it. I'm going to turn my phone off. I'm going to leave it at my house and I'm going to go to a restaurant down the corner, whatever it is, whatever you've got to do to unplug every day. You need to unplug every day. Next thing that to me helps manage my stress more than anything is I schedule everything. So tasks, projects, anything that I have going on goes on my calendar so that I know I have reserved time in my week to get the thing done. That alone, that tip reduces 80% of the stress on my plate because I know if something comes up instead of me like trying to knock it out right now, I know, hey, it's on my schedule for Thursday. I got plenty of time, no big deal, and I don't stress about it. So schedule everything. Number five here is a really simple one, but get physical. And when I say get physical, go walk your dog. 
pick up a sport, whether it's, you know, shooting hoops or, you know, by yourself or whatever it is, going on a hike, get physical in some sort of way. My dogs are really good, especially my big dog. He's really good at two, three, maybe four times a day. He'll just get really antsy with me and he'll come up to my desk. He'll point his head, you know, he'll just keep pointing his head at the door. Like it's time to go for a walk. Now, he doesn't necessarily have to go to the bathroom because he can go through his dog door and go to the bathroom, but he wants to go for a walk. He wants me to put the leash on him and go walk around the yard. I love having that because that makes me get physical and just physical movement, any amount of it, it's just good for you mentally. You know, not just good for you physically, it's good for you mentally. It helps clear your head. And I never take my phone with me when I'm on the dog walks. The phone always stays in the house and we'll just go and I'll actually take my two big dogs and, you know, they're sniffing at flowers and looking at different stuff and walking around and we just take our time and walk around through the yard. It's just a good time for me to spend with them. Again, get a little bit of exercise. If you don't have a dog or a cat or whatever, something you can walk, maybe you just need to go for a walk. Maybe you need to go for a hike in the woods. Maybe you need to pick up a sport like tennis and, and find somebody that you can play with so that you can have a social interaction type of thing or whatever it may be. But getting physical helps manage stress. It's so good for all of that stuff. It usually just picks up your mood. And that's one of the things that helps manage the stress. Another thing is to make time for hobbies, whether it's reading, gardening, video games. I mentioned that movies, music, cooking, whatever it is, make some time for hobbies. You can start off by saying, look, once a week, we're going to have dinner night. It's a Thursday thing. And I'm going to sit down and I'm going to cook a real meal or whatever it is. I like to cook every day, even if it's something really, really simple. I like to cook. For me, it's a relaxing thing. I don't always, but sometimes when I'm cooking, I'll make a margarita or something along those lines. And so I'm cooking, doing that. I've got my phone, playing some music and that sort of thing. And I just enjoy it. Find things like that that you enjoy. Again, could be any sort of hobby, gardening, a lot of friends that love to read fiction books, whatever it is that you find fun. There should be something in your life that you enjoy that's not your business. Make time for it. Even if it's just one or two evenings a week, that is something that will really help your mindset and help you manage the stress. The next one is number seven here. It's delegate more. I already talked about your team. There's also third parties. We mentioned that episode 262, your next strategic hire, but delegate things more. Look at things that you would normally do that you shouldn't be doing and say, you know what? I'm going to stop doing fill in the blank. I'm just going to stop doing it. I don't need to be the one that does whatever that thing is. There's somebody else on the team that could do it. Maybe it's somebody in marketing or whatever it is. Me, that first thing was when my wife decided to leave her job and come work in the business, that thing was the podcast for me. It was something that I did. I liked doing it to a degree, you know, the, the editing of it. And then I was just like, well, that's something I can train her to do. And it's very, very time consuming. So even if I like it, you know, doing all the geeky stuff with it, I need to get that off my plate. So sometimes it's something that you sort of like doing, but you shouldn't be doing. Delegate more things. Even if it's just two or three things on your plate, instead of you doing it, hand it off to somebody else on the team and let them get in the loop on that kind of stuff and then make it permanent where now, all those items or those tasks go to that person or that group of people on your team. Another thing that you can work on, this is number eight on my list here, is your office culture. So if you have a team, however big the team is, work on things like weekly events with the team and do it on company time. It could be breaks during the day. It could be an after hours type of thing. If you do the after hours type of thing, absolutely pick up the tab on whatever you're doing. If you're 
co-located where let's say you're all in the same office, get something fun like a pool table or a video game station, something that you can do with another person or a group of people and have those regular breaks. I once worked at this office where we had like a foosball table and some video games and some other stuff, but it was always like people would walk by and they'd be like, man, I'd love to grab Dan and sit down and play, but I'm really scared somebody's going to come out and yell at me. As the owner, CEO of the business, get out there and, and you know, go grab somebody out of their office and say, hey, you got five minutes? Hey, let's go play around a pool or let's take 20 minutes and go do this. And while we're doing it, we're going to talk about the XYZ contract while we're playing or whatever, you know, or just totally just play and forget about things. There's a lot of little ways like that. If you're all virtual, you can have other different breaks, whether it's at lunch. Hey, I want to eat lunch with you today. Or eat lunch with the group and I'm going to have it catered. Instead of us bringing our own lunch, I'm going to go and I'm going to pay to have something DoorDash to you or however you do it. And I'm going to pay for lunch for everybody. Maybe we're going to all watch an episode of The Office or something like that. We're not going to talk about work. We're just going to have a fun day. Not everybody's going to want to do that every day, right? They're not because it's your coworkers and that sort of thing. But maybe it's a once a week thing. At one business I worked at, we used to do a breakfast where somebody on the team would be responsible. There was a breakfast budget. And once a week, somebody would bring in breakfast. We'd all get together and we'd spend half hour, 45 minutes to an hour, eating breakfast, chit-chatting about whatever. It created so much good conversation about hey, I didn't know you were working on this project. And hey, I've been having this problem with my email. Do you know how to fix it? all those little things would happen? And as soon as breakfast was over, people would go back with each other, you know, in groups and they'd work on little things. And it was just really good, but it created a fun culture and a team atmosphere. And guess what? That reduces stress. It's a really good thing. The next one on my list here is to build your ideal daily, weekly schedule. I can't tell you how important that is for me. I blocked out Mondays and Fridays. Those are my project days. Friday is also my catch-up day. So like if I've missed a lot of clients for whatever reason, people were sick or I was sick, I'll use Friday as a catch-up day so that I don't have to wait another week in order to get people on my schedule. I've got Fridays for that kind of thing. And then for me, Friday, if I'm done by lunchtime or before, I don't have anything needs to get done, I may just check out of the office and go do something fun. I may go to the movies. I may go on a hike or I may take off early for vacation. It just really depends. But that Friday is kind of a sacred day of me being able to do what I want with that Friday, which leads me to number 10 is vacations, small and large vacations. Those three, four day vacations are really good. You can build them around holidays, you know, those banking Mondays that are off a lot of times, or you could just build it in the middle of nothing and just say, I'm going to take a Friday and a Monday and I'm going to go do whatever. Those are really good things to help manage your stress and also have the big vacations that you're looking forward to. Hey, we're going to spend seven days in Florida. We're going to spend seven days in Colorado. We're going to spend two weeks in Hawaii. Have those small and large vacations that you look forward to because having something to look forward to is so important in your business. Another item here, number 11, is to keep learning. It is so important to keep learning, whether it's you're going to conferences, going to courses, college classes, podcasts. I get excited from even picking up a book and learning something and applying it to the business or getting an aha moment. And now for me, that just reduces my stress to keep learning. So keep learning, keep growing. Number 12, you can look at mindfulness techniques like meditating, journaling, yoga, whatever it is. That doesn't always work for everybody. Some maybe prayer, maybe reading your Bible. There's all kinds of things like that, but it could be just as simple as not necessarily meditating, but just sitting quietly or going for a walk. You know, I've talked about the physical side, but something where you have an opportunity to just clear your mind. I think that's really, really important. So some sort of mindfulness technique where you can 
can just say, hey, I'm not going to think about anything right now. I'm going to think about nothing. <laughs> that being the focus of, of the mindfulness technique. And it's amazing how many things do pop up when you're thinking about nothing where you solve problems. It's just really interesting how that happens. Setting realistic goals is number 13. I think a lot of people set completely unrealistic goals for where they are in their business. And you need to look at smart goals, not just, well, I need to set big goals that are almost you know really hard. You've heard the big, the big, hairy, audacious goals. I don't like that. I don't like that side of it because most of the people I know that set the big, hairy, audacious goals never accomplish them. They always have those big things that are out there and they're always chasing it, but they're not celebrating accomplishing it because it's too big. It's too impossible. Do I think you should stretch? Yes, but set a realistic, a smart goal, something specific, something measurable, something attainable, right? Set a smart goal that you can reach and then set a stretch goal. You know, that's a good way to do it, but you gain momentum and you gain clarity. You gain a great attitude and you reduce stress by hitting goals. So set realistic goals. Number 14, look at volunteer opportunities. There's a lot of things you can do in your community. You can serve the homeless. You can go walk a dog at a dog shelter. You can do all kinds of things. You can volunteer at a local church. You can volunteer at an orphanage. Just about anything you can possibly imagine has volunteer opportunities. So go look up the local nonprofits in your area and see where you can volunteer or even volunteering at your children's school. That's a place you can volunteer or volunteer at a local college in a business program where, hey, I want to help other entrepreneurs or veterans or whatever it may be. Volunteer somewhere so that you you take the focus off yourself and put it on other people. And as you're helping other people through whatever it is, you'll notice how small your problems are a lot of times. And again, that reduces stress. It's always good to give back and you'll be amazed at how quickly your stress just vanishes when you're doing something like that. Another thing here, which I don't think people talk about a whole lot or they talk about, but they don't really want to do is it's important to talk to a therapist or a coach. It doesn't matter who that person is. It needs to be somebody you trust, whether it's a therapist who, you know, you're trying to work Work with on like some deeply rooted things that are in your life, or it's a life coach or a business coach, somebody that you can just talk to about things. And I'm one of the people on our team that I do a little bit of all of that with our clients where sometimes it's like, Hey, we need to talk about something in your personal life in order to get over this business hump. I'm trained on how to do that. Not every coach is, or not every business coach is. It's important to talk to people that are in your life and talk about the problems that you're having that you're keeping to yourself. That's the really important thing. The ones that you're keeping to yourself are the ones you need to talk to somebody about. And it could be a friend, even if you just talk to a friend. But a lot of times we don't want to talk to a friend. We want to talk to somebody that maybe isn't in our local circle like that. So therapist or coach, that was number 15. That's another good one. And then I'll leave you with this one. Number 16 is self-compassion. Just go easy on yourself. I think as a business owner, we are often way too hard on ourselves. We're too critical of the things that are going on in the business that we're not making progress fast enough. If you would just take Take a step back and realize that, hey, I'm better than I was a month ago, a year ago, five years ago, and I'm continuing to get better. And that's all you can ask for yourself is to work hard and just keep getting better. If you do that, there's no reason to be hard on yourself. Now, if you look at yourself and you're like, now oh, the last week, I've really spent most of the week on the couch 
watching Game of Thrones and not doing any work, then you can be hard on yourself. But if you were sick, then that was okay. But if you're not doing the things you need to be doing just because you're just being lazy, that's a time to be hard on yourself. But most of the CEOs, most of the business owners I talk to are working 12, 15, 16 hours a day sometimes, and they're still not going easy on themselves. They're like, I'm just not doing enough. I'm not doing enough of the right things. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. Okay. Well, let's go back through the list of the other 15 things here and find where we can unplug, where we can delegate things, all that kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, you got to go easy on yourself because you're working 15, 16 hour days and you're still complaining. That's not healthy. It's not healthy at all. If you're one of those people that are too hard on yourself, practice a little self-compassion there and be a little easier on yourself. If you like this episode, I highly encourage you to go listen to episode 270. It is the one I did on the marathon mindset. It ties in really well with this one. And I think between the two of them, they just focus on a lot of really simple, practical things you can do to move the business forward while also maintaining a really good balance mentally so you balance a lot of that stress. I hope you enjoyed it and we'll see you next time. I really hope you enjoyed the podcast today. If you did, I would really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe to the podcast and screenshot it and tag me on LinkedIn or whatever social media you use. So thank you again for joining us today and we'll see you next time.